Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. I have one question for you today. Do you have the marketing experience and budget of Netflix? I'm expecting most of you to answer no to this question, and that's exactly why we need to talk today. So let's dive in. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster, or soon-to-be podcaster, who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster. We're back with another episode of Podcast Better. And today, I want to talk to you about content release strategies, specifically drip versus drop. I've seen this question pop up more and more recently. It usually starts off with something like, I have 10 episodes recorded and I want to get them out there, but should I release them one at a time or all at once so people can just binge them? Well, my typical response goes something like, do you want to build a following or do you want to be a flash in the pan? And I know that can seem a little cold and calloused or a little bit snarky, but that's the truth of it, right? When you release something all at once so people can binge it, how long are they thinking about it? How long are they talking about your show? If they listen to 10 episodes in two days, three days, a week, they might talk about it for the next two days, three days, a week. So you might monopolize a week or two of their time at most. And then when does your next episode come out? A month from now? Two months? Six months? What's your timetable on that? And when the next episode does drop, what are the chances that all of the people who listened to your first batch of episodes are still going to be sticking around? This plays in a bit to the discussion I had back in episode 16 when we were talking about seasons, right? People always want to use this novel idea of seasons and release a bunch of content at once and then take a break and then release some more content and then take another break. But I don't think that's always the best strategy. Go back and listen to episode 16 and I'll explain why there. But that's kind of the same thing we're talking about right here. And when I ask people why they would want to drop everything all at once, one of the most common responses is, well, Netflix does it. And that's true. Netflix does do this with a lot of their shows. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But what else does Netflix do? Netflix is constantly releasing new content. It's not all related to each other, but there are new releases on Netflix every week, if not nearly every day. 
they are constantly putting out so much content that it doesn't really matter whether they release it week by week or all at once. They, they just want people on their platform. They want to keep people entertained. They want to give people a reason to stay subscribed month to month to month. And they do that simply by adding more and more content. But they are not a single content creator. They are just the platform that is hosting the content for hundreds and thousands of other creators. But that's not you. That's not your podcast. You are likely just one person creating one show. And like I asked in the beginning, you don't have the marketing expertise, experience, or budget of Netflix. Because like I said, Netflix is able to pull off the content drop strategy, right? One of the biggest series I can think of that has done this time and time again is Stranger Things, one of their Netflix original series. They've gone through, I think, three seasons now. And every time it's just drop the entire season, let people binge it. They'll talk about it for a month. And then a year later or six months later or whatever it is, we can drop another season and people be clamoring all over it. Why is that, though? People weren't talking about it the entire time it was off air while they weren't producing new content. But Netflix has the marketing power. They have the marketing budget to ramp up the anticipation again in the weeks and months before the new release, before the new season comes out. They invest a lot of time and money and energy into those marketing campaigns to get people talking about it again, even though there hasn't been any new content in months. They start dropping trailers. They start dropping teasers and trailers and little hints on social media. And they have such a big following and such a big marketing budget that it works for them. They can get people excited about it again. But I don't think that's you. I don't think you have that budget. I don't think you have that that experience. And so I, I, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on you. I don't think the drop strategy works well for most podcasters. There is one potential situation I can see where for a casual podcaster, the drop strategy could work. And that would be if you are planning on a limited run podcast. This is what, what I call a limited run is maybe a 10 to 12 episode show that is specifically on one topic or niche. And that's all you plan to do. So it's kind of like a season, except there's not going to be like a season two. Or if there is a season two, it's going to be on a completely different topic. And so you just go into the project saying, hey, I want to create 10 episodes about this, about topic A. And you just want to put that out there. You don't plan on going any further with it. You don't plan on putting additional time and resources into that topic. You, you just want to say your piece in 10 episodes and call it a day. And then later on, you might say, well, now I want to talk about topic B. So I'm going to make 10 episodes about topic B. And you go ahead and produce episodes and drop those episodes all at once. Say, here's all my content on topic B. Enjoy. And you could actually maybe turn that into a little bit of a, a network of sorts. I don't think you'll get quite as big as Netflix, per se be the Netflix of podcasting. You need a lot more content creators to to get to that point, like I was saying. But it is something that I think you could do feasibly where a drop strategy could work. Depending on what topics and niches you choose for your different limited run series, it could be a lot of work to find a new audience each and every time you come out with new content. 
especially if it's not related at all to the previous things you've put out, but you still may get some carryover and you still may be able to build up a following over time. But once again, I still think that takes the right kind of marketing to do that. And maybe that's something you want to do, something you want to try. If so, go for it. I would love to hear how that turns out for you. But I think for the majority of us out here, the majority of new podcasters, you will benefit more from the drip strategy. And the drip strategy, it's just a fancy name for what you're probably already doing, what you've probably seen most podcasters do, is just slowly release content over time. For most of us, this means one episode per week. Nothing wrong with that. Even if you have a backlog of 5, 10, 15 episodes, just slowly release one episode per week. If you get to a point where you have such a large backlog, maybe you do consider ramping that up a little bit to two episodes per week or something, but I, I, I still wouldn't recommend releasing everything at once. That just doesn't make sense to me because the drip strategy is also going to take care of a few other problems. It's going to help prevent overwhelm, which we've talked about multiple times before on Podcast Better. We don't want to overwhelm your audience. That's how you lose them. And if you're releasing a dozen episodes at a time, that's a quick way to lose a lot of people. But the other thing a lot of people want to do with their podcast over time is monetize their podcast. And what's going to be better for your sponsors? Sponsors tend to want to see weekly or monthly numbers, right? If you drop everything all at once, maybe, maybe you'll get large numbers large download numbers for one month. But what happens after that month? Everybody's listened to all your content already. So the next month, you bottom out and your download numbers are at like zero. We're very close to it. Nothing compared to what it was the previous month. Is a sponsor still going to want to stay on board for that? Whereas if you're dripping out this content slowly week after week after week and getting consistent numbers week after week after week and building an audience week after week after week, that is something that's going to be more promising for your sponsors or potential sponsors. But as I was mentioning too, it's also better for building an audience, building your community. If you just drop all your content at once, and like I said, people might talk about it for a week or two afterwards, but then they're going to disappear. They're going to find other things to listen to, other things to talk about, and you're not going to be able to build a community that way. But if you're constantly feeding your listeners and your audience new content, they'll constantly have something to talk about. They'll constantly have a reason to come back to you and the community that you've built and interact with you and your community. And if you're in this for the long haul, if you're looking for long-term success, isn't that what you want? Certainly what I want. So I hope you can see where I was coming from in the beginning of this. When I respond with my semi-sarcastic, snarky response, well, do you want to build a following or do you want to be a flash in the pan? It's drip versus drop. I highly recommend drip, consistent content over time. It's better for you. I believe it's better for your audience. There may be a few outlier circumstances where a drop strategy could work for you, but I don't think that's for everybody. You're not Netflix. You don't have the power of Netflix yet. So I think you'd be better suited starting with a drip strategy. Plus, I mean, if you have 10 episodes locked and ready to go and you release one at a time, one per week, you're way ahead of the game. And that means you have essentially 10 weeks to come up with new content. You have 10 weeks to plan your next episodes. You have 10 weeks to schedule new guests. You have 10 weeks to get recordings. You have 10 weeks to edit. And as I've talked about before, that's one of the best ways you can fight fatigue in this game, right? Stay planned, stay ahead of schedule, 
stay ahead of the game, and you'll be able to last a long time in the podcasting business. So there you have it, folks. Drip versus drop. My vote goes for drip. It's up to you what you want to do. But if you have a drop strategy, I'd be curious to hear what you're doing and how that's working for you. It's not something I see a lot of, but it's something I see a lot of people ask about. So if you've been successful with it, please reach out. Let me know. But that's all I got for you for now. So we'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface. Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions. But head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.